Coastal Coach Content Adrianosaurus. Super Coach Content Adrianosaurus. Hello, ladies and gents. You're with Adrianosaurus, one of the two hosts of the Super Coach Guns and Adrianosaurus podcast. We're back for episode five, another team preview show. And my co-host, Nathan, from Supercoach Guns. Welcome, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. How are you? Yeah, good. Uh, we'll just talk it off air. It's pretty hot up here in the old uh, Briz Vegas, and I'm struggling. I've angled my fan so that it's just blowing on my face. But um, it's probably why when I'm on the uh, Whisperer podcast, I look like I'm sunburned. I'm red as all hell. I've got the brown blinds, I guess, which probably makes my face look red. But the heat is doing it as well. But anyway... Um, Look, the countdown's on. The season's getting closer and closer. We're sort of dabbling with our teams. You know, there hasn't been it hasn't been a huge news week, really, though, in the uh, NRL sense, has it? So we've probably just been lightly tinkering with our sides. Um, we're going to do team previews. The teams we're going to cover tonight are probably pretty relevant, I reckon, for a few players. Titans, Bulldogs, and Seagulls. We're getting through the list. We're probably going to have to accelerate it now to, to make sure we get them all in. And if we wanted to do any positional stuff, we'd have to leave some time for that. Um, Supercoach Guns on NRL Supercoach Guns on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook if you want to follow Nathan and his team there. Uh, and Supercoach by Adrianosaurus on all the same things. That's where we are. Um Look, there's not really much relevant news, I don't think, for, um, from an NRL point of view. There's a little bit of chat that Danny Levi is going to get the old start for the Raiders in the nine. But if if last year taught you anything, you super coach nupties, you cannot trust Ricky and his rotations, and there will be a hooker on the bench. It could be 40 yeah. minutes uh, each spread, and you don't touch any Canberra Raiders hookers this year. No, no, you don't. You don't know any of them. Um, I think the only bit of news that came out only a couple of hours ago was that uh, Ryan Madison's appeal to have to take the fine over the suspension has been denied. So yeah, he will sucked be missing in the first too. three rounds. Sucked <laughs> in, Ryan, you idiot. You know, his big stance that was all brave at the start, but what a dumb thing to do. And I think it's good that he has to sit and you make your bed, you lie in it. You know, you lie, you lie in your bed and you can miss your first games to start the year. Sucked in. I mean, so, you could yeah. attempt at a few people, I guess, because Ryan Madison, I, I was probably tipping him to come off the bench, but he's still a weapon off the bench. But now I guess you can just sort of wait on him and see what his role is going to be when he comes back eight. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, if you were worried about playing Hopgood, I think that but that worry should all be gone now. He's going to be a very easy play at, at the very least in the first three rounds. Yep, definitely. Uh, I think he probably, even if Maddo was there, it was probably a safe enough uh, play, but mm. now it's even better. Um, look, I've been, you know, back and forth in the old teasing on the um, playbook guys because they, like last couple of years, they've said they're the best league. Um, you know, they get the top spot in the league for averages, uh, but they're only got a 10-man league. So I'm always like, yeah, give it a go at, at get the top league if you're a 20-man league. It's much harder to do better at things when you're carrying 20 people who can all make mistakes and can forget their teams or can miss a lockout or can get a trade wrong. Easy to do it with 10. So they're like, um, well, Ado, we're not coming up to you at the 20 man, even though I was in the team that I was in the league that won the 20 man league um, top spot last year. Uh, were you in that one? 
Oh, what was it again? The oh, Podmaster. The Hub. Yeah, the Podmaster. We yeah. came first. That one. Yeah, so yeah. I'm the reigning 20-man champ. Um, but the, the playbook guys are saying that I should do a 10-man and give them a challenge. Now, I, I'm I'm full, my leagues, because I'm in so many cashies. If you have a spot free or, you know, we'll create yeah. our own VIP Super Coach Guns and Adrianosaurus League, and we'll go knock the playbook off their perch in a 10-man, yeah. right? We'll release the code only on the podcast next episode. There you go. Yeah. Yep, and we'll get a VIP team. We'll take on the the playbook guys. We'll win it. I reckon top spot yep. with a ten man easily. Much yep. easier to do it with ten man. Um, look, let's do the uh, nuts and bolts of the podcast. We'll go through our teams as they stand now. We, I don't know about you and how many changes you've made, but I've kind of made, made a bit of a. I've had a change of tact. I've tried to be more of a realist now with in my team instead of going some of these real, real speculative ones. I do have some speculation in there, but I've gone and. Particularly with the cheapies, you know, the real cheap cheapies that we were hoping for. I'm just feeling not super confident about them. I'd rather work down from what I've got in there now to one of those if they do come up rather than trying to find my way back up, you know, to another player. Yeah. So um, I've made changes along those lines. We'll go through those as well, but we'll start with your team, oh, Nathan. Okay. All right. We'll start with me then. Um, because I'm, I've been contemplating the last few days about going in with a relatively stacked second row yeah. rather than because the value there is value there don't get me wrong but it's like it's value that's only going to get you to a 60 average i say only it's very good value but there's going to be guys like angus Crichton who's already 10 points under you know um who else can i know i can name a bunch of them that are undervalued like for feeder as well i could run i could easily start both of them with confidence in round one so we'll play around with that later on but for yeah. now, my team is, I think it might have actually remained unchanged from the oh, last episode. Very cool. <laughs> so let's see. Um, I've got, at Hooker, I've got Reese Robson, Brandon Smith. That hasn't changed. Front row still hasn't changed. It's Gilbert, Saifidi, Hetherington and Franklin Pele. Second row hasn't changed. It's Teak Wilton, Luke Garner, Jermaine Hopgood, Josh Schuster, Trey Mooney and Sean Bloor. Um, still clearing cues. Five eights are still Dewey and Burton. Um, center wings. Center wings may have changed. Actually, I'm not sure if I had Nick Meany in there last time or not. I don't know. But I've got Nick Meany, Hayes Perham, the Hammer, Charms, uh, Tyrell Sloan, Paul Alamotti, and Carl Pereira. And then my fullbacks are Tedesco and Latrell Mitchell. I think everyone in there is pretty well explained from past podcast so i won't go into too much detail um it's just about whether or not i want to completely change the layout of my side essentially yeah well maybe that'll be on our next one it could be a whole big change well i've changed a few yeah. things in my team i want to start it back up with the hooker because ada's got harry grant back into his team oh. <laughs> i just can't keep him out uh look i before i was uh on uh what's his name from the titans there the halfback but i went for a different tack and Boy. i'm I've got, uh, yeah, Boyd. So I've gone back up to Harry Grant. I've got Brandon Smith on the bench. I've got Tom Gilbert and Dan Safidi in my front row on the bench. I've got Ben Murdoch, Masilla. It's a bit ugly, I know, but I still think he might get decent minutes in that pack. It's a shit pack. Um, and I've got David Moali there on the bench. Um, it could be Pele. We'll just see. Someone's going to come up. I just thought if it's Pele, that's great. I'll make a couple of dollars from Moali if it, you know if it works out that way. In the second row, my main second rower is Luke Garner. 
Yeah. Oh, I am not going. Oh, I'm not going expensive in there. Yeah, it's um, yeah, yeah. It's 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 cheap, but I think Luke Garner's probably going to do okay there in the Penrith side. I still, you know, he, I'm hearing some reports like, look, he's not a super coach weapon. He's not going to be 75, and I don't think he will. Um, Niakore, I've got him in there. I'm still banking on the fact that coaches said he's going to play big, big minutes, 70 minutes. He's going to go edge and middle. He's going to be an absolute weapon. I like Niakore as a player. Uh, and he's in there at the moment because my funds, it works. Now, the other thing that I have been sort of to and froing is Grant down to um, Robson and then extra money into Neocore. You know, I don't know. It could be Adam Elliott because that's the flavor of the month with, with Whisper and I, the old Adam Adam, Adam Elliott. But um, that's if Neocore doesn't come up. But I think that I, I, I really have good feelings about Neocore. It is a punt. And I have gone a cheap um, second row uh, because my third front row, second row is Jermaine Hopgood. I, I, that was how I've afforded to get Harry Grant back in because uh, with this Maddow news, I'm quite happy to play um, Jermaine to start the year confidently as a starter. Um, Schuster, Mooney, Bloor on the bench. They look like the ones that look pretty strong um, for benchies, and I like it. Now, the one that I would like to get in there is probably Jack Hetherington. I think he's probably versatile with his dual and I think he'll be good minutes, but I've gone for Murdoch Masilla because I, that's who are the only one I can afford. Um, moving on to my halves, it's going to be Cleary and Hines. Cleary and Hines. I've I've got Harry Grant and I've got Cleary and Hines. I've got Dewey and I've got Burton in my 5'8". Oh, I'm pressing buttons here. Um, Hayes Perham, Hammer, Charles Nickel Clockstad and Remus Smith. On the bench, I've got Talau, I've got Salone, and I've got Khan Pereira. In my fullbacks, I've got Tedesco and Mitchell. Now, that's where I've said I've got the changes. I have no Alamotti. You know, I've got no um, – who's the Parramatta one we're, we're hoping for? Dunster. Dunster. Yeah. Yeah, I've got none of these ones in there because I don't actually – and we're going to go with the Bulldogs tonight. I don't know. I don't think Alamotti is going to start in round one. So mm. what are you going to do? You're going to go in with enough? Uh, in my thing where I'm pointing out mistakes that people are making, I'll point one out to you. You've got Alamotti in there. So what are you going to do now when you've got to get Alamotti up to the next playable option, which is probably a 300k-er, like a, a Remus or a Talao if he gets the run? Um, how are you going to, What are you going to do to your team um, to get it up? You're not going to go in with enough, are you? No. Uh, pretty simple. I will downgrade Mimi by like 50,000 to someone who's going to just about match his output, you know, like a Daniel Tupo. Lockie Miller potentially, you know, someone like that. And then I spend the 50K and I upgrade to a GP because there will be one there. We know that there will be at least one you know, around that 250 mark that will come through. Well, I hope so because um, if they if that does happen, I could probably pump in, you know, and if I, if I wanted to pump up near Corey or someone like that or, or Ben Murdoch, Marcella, I could. But in my bench there, I've got, you know, Sloan as my second and Khan Pereira as my only cheap one. So I'm carrying more expensive ones in there. I think the balance of my team is pretty good. Yes, I'm a little weak in the second row forward. No Angus. I think the last time we spoke, I had Murray in there, didn't I? And I've sacrificed yeah. in there. I mean, I think if Garner can get 60, Murray and, and Murray will get 75, 15 points. So I, I'm, I've got Harry Grant back in the team. Makes me feel a lot happier. I feel much more comfortable about this team. My speculation is in the second row. All of them have got a little bit of speculative about them, haven't they? So, yeah. but that's where I'm happy to play it because I think that those guys, even if they go poorly, are going to get 45, 50. 
So, you know, it's not going to hurt you hugely. And I've gone a realistic bench in my center wings. Um, but yeah, we'll have to, next time we talk, we'll see if you do that plan where you beef up your second row. That'll be interesting to um, look at. Um, look, we're going to do the subject of the day. Um, our subject of the day is viewer questions. I've opened it up on the socials just because we're getting down to it where people are sort of really starting to tinker with their teams and go, oh, I think that's what I want to go into round one with. Um, so I thought it'd be nice to throw some questions at you um, to see what um, people are thinking about and what your answers are to their questions. Number one, uh, who are the center wing um, player playing fullback um, that you'd avoid? E.g. Um, he's unsure of Perham at the moment. So any of these sure. any of these fullbacks playing um center that you're nervous on, or do you just say, Well, I'm happy to take a pun on all of them? You're not worried about Perham. No, not worried about Perham. If I'm to be honest, the one I'm absolutely the most worried about is probably Charlie Staines. Because he might play fullback, he might not. You just don't know. I wouldn't want the Tigers fullback this year, I don't think. Yeah, it's a bit up in the air, isn't it? And Charlie Staines is 370, whereas the other ones are sort of 330. And Oh, is, is Perham yeah. 370? Yeah, he's 370. Perham's but... 370, but he's a better – he's a more of a fullback than Staines is, so. Yep, and probably in a better team this year, I think, as well. Yeah. Um, Is Mitch Barnett a, a, an option to start the year with? Well, okay. Now, that's interesting because, I mean, we don't know if he's got the goal kicking at all. I assume it's SJ unless we hear otherwise. Um, but yeah, so if, if he's named at 13, which we think is, well, pretty likely because Tohu seems to be more in the prop rotation nowadays, then I can I could get behind Barnett if he was on an edge, maybe. But I don't think I could get behind him in the middle. And if he's goal-kicking in either position, I think he's worth a watch, maybe. Yeah, he's probably a watch at best. I mean, look, that's the thing to worry about near Corey. There's a few mouths in that Warriors um, pack. Uh, I kind of listened to Coach and what he said, and I like the sounds of near Corey to start on an edge and then maybe work his way into the middle. 70 minutes, I like the sound of as well. Barnett, mm. I think um, if he starts in 13, I think he could probably play 55, maybe, you know, 60. I, I, I'm getting a feeling of that. Uh, it'll be an yeah. interesting watch, but I think if you go any one of these guys in the Warriors pack, you are going in um, with a bit of guesswork. You're going, you're having a pun, aren't you? Yeah, no, you are. Nee Corey seems, well, Tohu is probably the one I'd want out of all of them yep. if price wasn't something to take into account. But uh, yeah, you're right. There is a fair bit of guesswork involved. And before you move on to the next question, I've done it. I have created the second row stacked oh, team. Righto. Give us a look so at your team. With it'll it. be very quick. It'll be very quick. Yep, go for it. Robson Cheese, Hooker, Gilbert Safidi, Xavier Willison out in for Jack Hetherington and yep. Franklin Pelle on the bench. Yep. Here's the second row. Angus Crichton, Jeremiah and I, Pat Carrigan, Jermaine Hopgood, Trey Mooney, Sean Bloor. Rightio. That's, that's chunky. I like it. Nathan uh, Cleary and Sam Walker. Yeah. As the halves. Yep. Matt Burton and Josh Schuster as the five eights. And the center wings, the only change is Remus Smith in for Nick Meany. And the fullbacks are still trailing Tedesco. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind that. I've got to be honest. I don't mind it. I mean, that's the thing. You know, you're utilizing 
the value of Schuster. There's a couple of forwards at the, in the 200s that you can use. And I feel like you don't need to necessarily, I think Schuster has more value at 5'8". That's what I think yeah. personally. Mm-hmm. And, and using him there, I mean, the reason I'm using him in second row forward is because I want to slice a Dewey and Burton. So, um, but I like that. I kind of like that almost more than your, than your last team because you're going yeah. Hughes down to Walker and I think Walker could be on for a decent enough year. You have really jacked up the second row. You haven't lost too much. No, I don't think I have, in all honesty. Yeah. Maybe the fourth centre wing spot's the only questionable one. But, yep. like, you know, with the rotation you'll have through the season, it's not going to matter. Yeah, um, well, have, yeah, it in there for, it. have it in there for a while and see how it feels to you, eh? Um, do you think that Garner and Hopgood will be will be viable starting second row forwards? I think they are. I mean, I know I just sold, got rid of Luke Garner because I wanted to beef up my second row, uh, but they definitely are viable options because uh, Garner feels like a, you know, late 50s, early 60s average for me this year and Hopgood, I think, around the same personally. Yeah, I think they could both just be around 60, you know, give yeah. or take a point or two. I don't know if they're going to be big 100 getters and that's where it's people who go David Fafita and Nanai, they're probably going to average 65 or more and they're going to have some games where you're in head-to-heads and they score 100. They're going to have some 50s games and 40s games. There'll be some games where Garner outscores Fafita, but then the next week Fafita will score 100 and his average will be much better come year's end Um, and that'll be it. Um, Let's go on to the next question. Um, Schuster in second row forward for Dewey and Burton. Is that a good plan? We just said that's what I wanted and, and that's why I did it. But we we both agree that Schuster's value is in 5'8", don't we? I think Schuster's value is in 5'8". Um, and the question I put to myself when I was like, should I rearrange, should I sell my soul essentially to rearrange my uh, second row? And it was essentially Angus Crichton or Adam Dewey. You know, it could have even been Pat Carrigan or Adam Dewey, but like, yeah, it probably is more Pat Carrigan or Adam Dewey. And I think they're going to average pretty similarly at season's end. So it's about, well, where does the value lie early on? Potentially more so with Pat Carrigan because he doesn't need to rely on new combinations for him. He just goes about his business, you know? Yep. And so that's where I like, that's where I like the value, at least in the interim. Yeah, well, I don't mind the plan. It's what I'm doing as well. You know, you get Schuster's Sh- going to play 80 minutes. He's going to be the playmaker role, so he's still valuable in the second row. If you want to go yeah. and spend bigger, you, when you choose to spend bigger in your team, go with where you want to spend it. Some people they want to spend it in second row. I mean, I think it's pretty smart to spend it in in a fullback. To be quite honest, I think yeah, I, I like to go. I, I don't want to go cheap in the halfback role. Uh, you know, there's some areas where I don't want to skimp on price, but I think you can go with Schuster as a real cheap, or even if you like Sullivan and you're using Schuster up in the second row, you know, you can go cheap as your second one in those positions, I think. Um, but I think I think Schuster's ultimate value is in the in the five eight position primarily. Um, who is going to pick your VC and C in round one? That's a bit of an out a long, long way way out, isn't it? But um you got it? Yeah, this priest this would be a Short and sweet answer. Um, you'd be hard pressed to find a better captaincy than James Tedesco against the Dolphins round one. I think yep. that's going to be everyone who owns Tedesco would captain him. Yep. Uh, and then I think, you know, if in doubt, VC Cleary. I think that's always been the rule for me and it's worked. So, yeah, Cleary, VC, you're unlikely to loop unless, unless he goes bananas because Tedesco's got a very nice matchup early on. 
Yeah, I'll probably get a slice of that, I reckon. Um, I, I think that that Broncos matchup's not a bad one there for Cleary. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you 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 can just imagine what Tedesco's going to do to those Dolphins in round one. So I, I was finding it hard to disagree with you on that one. I think we have one more question in there. Uh, let me get it up here because I was just going between Supercoach to have a look at who I'd VC and C. Um, going with my gut and starting with Hughes over Hines, no pap mm-hmm. and draw to start the year is solid. Yeah. So you were you were doing that yourself. Well, I I know exactly why he's done it, and those reasons are spot on. You know, Hughes averages 80.3 without Ryan Pappenhausen there. So like there was clear value to start the season. You don't we don't know Pappy's return date, so you can just ride the cash and if Heinz averages 80 the start of the season, he drops down a little bit. And then, you know, the line price, and that's when the draw, probably around when the draw switches or Pappenhausen returns. So I like the move. Yeah, I don't think you're going to, you know, I don't think, I, I could see them averaging the same. And you get Hughes for yeah. a lot cheaper, potentially. I don't, I see a world where Heinz could, you know, go on a tear. Yeah, yeah now yeah. that's outscoring. But, the likelihood is they're probably going to average the same because Hughes has got no Pappy in the team and that's where he stands up and he can probably make up that short, the gap between those two, just a smidge, I reckon. Um, so I don't mind that as, as an option. Uh, you, you know, you just got to go with what I, I make changes in my team. Like I had Robson and Elliot and then I was like, now nah, I'll, I'll get it back to um, Grant for now and I'll have Nia Coro there and I'll, I'd love to hear some more from coach that near Coro is a bloody gun and he's the main guy in the pack and he's going to get huge minutes. I want to hear that sort of stuff. Uh, look, also there's a second row option that's going to come up for the Melbourne Storm. You'd think Lorero or Alicia Katoa. Yeah. Maybe there's a spot in there, which I think would also could also be a decent enough shout if you want to go someone cheaper around that price point as well. I mean, you've gone Teague Wilton in the original one of your things there. Mm. Didn't you? So Yeah, I did. Yeah, so there's definitely some options in there that are going to come up, I think. And look, you know, I've gone safety and not going a Alamotti or a, you know, or a Hayes Dunster. And you reckon a 250? Who's a, a, a Khan Pereira looks like the other one to me that's going to come up that's under 300. But we'll have to wait and see. Um, Look, uh, let's go and see some of the mistakes that we're seeing in most people's team. I pointed out Alamotti. I just reckon um it's smarter to go and build up to, you know, Get it up to a Remus for now. And if Alamotti does get the run, then you've you've scored yourself 100K. It's better to score yourself 100K than go, how do I find 100K? Is that a, do you think it's a mistake to have Alamotti in your team now with it being so up in the air? Because well, you've got Perham starting. You think, I know you're not a big fan of, um, what's his name? I've got it Avarillo. on here. Avarillo, but I think he's going to get the center role. And in that event, is it going to be Braden Burns that misses out? Braden Burns, uh, Avarillo, Alamotti. So, you know, if you're putting that in your team, I think it's an unrealistic um, thing. And I, my encouragement to others is to go up to the next level up and then hope for cheapies rather than build your team expecting cheapies. Yeah. See, I'm of the opinion in in terms of general strategy that, you know, if you're doing guns and cheapies, that's fine because the easy way – as long as you have a short list of mid-rangers, changing your team in the event that you don't get a cheapie is very simple, right? Yeah, you've got to so have I, a plan. Oh, yeah, you've got to have a plan. Yeah. yeah, you've got to have a plan. You can pick Alamotti, but you've got to have a backup plan. That's all you need. It's not if you're scrambling on Wednesday or Thursday before, or on the Wednesday before uh, round one, 
that's when you're in strife. You know, you don't want to be making changes unless TLT says no, and you want backup plans for everything, really. Yeah. Yeah, so, definitely. but in response to Alamotti, I feel like they let Aaron Shop go because they knew Alamotti was ready, and that's why I think he'll draw the start. Well, maybe they said, "Well, he's a, he's our decent enough backup, and he'll he'll make a he'll make a debut at some stage this year." Maybe it's not to start. But anyway, um, but yeah, other mistakes. I don't know if I, I call it a mistake, but I think one of the areas that people have gone to save, you know, like you're saving a couple of hundred K in blah area. I'm saving a couple of hundred K in the second row. Some people are running out with um, a Kepi or with a Jack Hetherington as their second front rower. So they're going Tom Gilbert and, you know, essentially a 200 and something yeah. K as a starter. Oh, do you see that as an error? Oh, um, I see it as a very big risk. Mm. Not an error because there is always a merit to it, you know. Say you have Kepi Hetherington, you have one of Kepi or Hetherington starting and the other one on your bench, you know. That way, if one falls, you've got the other to lean on. You know, it's not terrible. It's no different to saying having Gilbert and Saifidi and if Saifidi goes down injured or misses one week due to suspension, you lean on Franklin Pelé or, you know, insert yeah. player here. Yeah, because, I mean, we're, we're expecting maybe 60 points from Dan Safidi, you know, this year. We think that's where he yeah. can be. Um, well, I mean, who says that um, Kepi's not going to score 50? Yeah, or for that's an 80 Yeah, for 200, 200k yeah. cheaper. Yeah, I know. Like, there is definitely merit to it. But it's very risky, though. Risky. It might be too risky. Yeah, it is. Very risky. That's how it feels to me. It feels like it's one of those ones you're like, you know, that could just work. But I'm saying it like that. Well, that could just work. Yeah. But I'm not confident yeah. at all. Um, What else have we got for mistakes? I, I've seen people going with um the uh, Isaiah Katoa in their backup half. Yeah. We're going to go over the Dolphins in team previews. I don't think he's going to get the run to start the year. Unfortunately, I think it's going to be Sean O'Sullivan and um, Milford. So you can't go in this year really with enough, can you? And and I think you've probably just got to, you know, if you want to get him up to a cheaper one and you want to go an expensive half and then a cheaper one, what's the minimum one you'd go to? You can't go with Katoa. No. Uh, the like This is the only situation where I could say, you know what, you should go with Katoa. And that is if there was a gun, five eight half back jewel available that everyone wanted to select. You know, a very common selection, and I don't believe there is off the top of my head. So I'm sort of of the opinion, much like you, that you do just need to have, you need a full four halves. You can't have guitar in there. Yeah. So I look at the five eight half back jewels this year. The best ones, Jackson Hastings, probably. I'm not starting with Jackson Hastings in my super coach team. So, no. no, you don't start with Isaiah Katoa. No, you can't. And, you know, it's just – it's a dead spot for you where you've got to find a shit ton of cash to try to get up to somebody decent. All right, well, let's move it on to um, the team previews. We're going to cover the Titans, the Bulldogs, and the Sea Eagles. I reckon these teams are sort of interesting for a couple of players, uh, you know, to chat about. Um, we'll go with the Titans first. Um, did you want to name the Titans uh, lineup, as you said? Or want me to go first this time? Yeah. And you can do one of the fun teams, like the Bulldogs. You can do the Bulldogs, and I'll do the uh, Titans. Let's have a look. Um, Titans. Okay. I got them as AJ Brimson in the one. I've got... Um, who have I got? Is it... 
Fafita and uh, Khan Pereira on the wing. Yep. Um, Shoop and Sammy I've got in the centres. Um, I've got Kieran Four and Tanner Boyd. Mo Fodawaker, Sam Verrill's in the nine. I've got Tino in the 10. Fafita, Bo Firma, and I've got Aaron Clark in the 13. On the bench, I've got Jaden Campbell. I've got Jermin Jolliffe. I've got um, Liu, and I've got Stimson. I didn't know they'd picked up Stimson, but I see him in their um, 30-man squad, so I've got him in there. Uh, anything different on your end? Um, not really. I think the only thing I have different to you is I had uh, Cleese Haas, Payne Haas' younger brother. Yeah. I had him in there over uh, Joe Stimson. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've got him in the extras, and he's definitely got to be a chance to go in. Um Obviously, you know, too, he's the brother of a big name, isn't he? So he yeah. might want to blood him. Um, yeah, so that that's that looks like it's going to be the lineup for me. The people that are obviously interesting um, from a super coach point of view for me, David Fafita is is definitely a green in my opinion. Um, it's a contract year. It's the last year of his million dollars. I think that the recruitment of Kieran Foran and even Tanner Boyd being the other half all bodes well for David Fafita having a good year. Would you agree? Yeah. Um, Any worries about David Fafita? I have more worries about Fafita if he's... And if they have the little connection. But there is a very big gap between David Fafita with Kieran Four, and then there is between David Fafita and Tanner Boyd. And Tanner Boyd's not even guaranteed to be their halfback. You know, if we see Toby Sexton there... It's almost a red line through Fafita. Well, yes, it is. I mean, I've got no worries about Tanner Boyd next to Fafita. They've done played all their junior footy together. You'll find David Fafita. And even when you break down the numbers of what they've done, even in their junior careers, which obviously they've got a lot better at, um, the numbers have been good. Um, so I think that's a really good shout. I think while it's um, – even if it's Tanner Boyd, I think it's still okay to go David Fafita. If it's Sexton, mm. find yourself another player because I'm, I have yeah. no interest in it. Now, I do have one question for you. Yeah. Let's say, you know, your hooker went down round three and you saw that there was a bunch of – you saw that – let's go with this. Let's say you saw Sam Barrels playing 70-plus minutes and churning out what he's historically averaged is 68 points a game. Would you go with Sam Barrels? Um, well, I'm actually doing a bit of a study on hookers for The Whisperer and I are doing uh, our breakdown on, on hookers. Um, and the thing is, they're going to go in with Jaden Campbell on the bench, isn't? Aren't they? So yeah. you know, um, there could be an opportunity for big minutes for Verrells. I don't even know if I think he's a big minute player. Is he? Like, do you think he can do yeah. it? He had a bit of injury troubles, but and the other um, thing too is, is Clark going to spell him in the nine? Well, they hate Clark at hooker. Like they're dead set. They were doing everything they possibly could to make sure he wasn't their hooker in the back part of last year, and that's how this Clark at lock experiment came about, and it worked really well. Uh, so I'm sort of like if I see Verrill's playing 70, you know, he's 550,000. He's undervalued for what his output is when he's playing big minutes at hooker. So if you can just get your head past the injury risk, I think there is some value there. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, uh, he wasn't one of my players. So we'll have to see what the whisperer says. Cause we'll take an, one every, every second one. I, I had Josh Hodgson. And I tell you, the news is not good on him. I'm not going to be reporting no. great news on by Josh Hodgson to start the year. Um, mm-hmm. 
Tanner Boyd, I've got him as an amber. You put in something really um, important. We don't know 100% sure if he's going to be the seven. The chat was good preseason, but we do know that Toby Sexton, they let go of Fogarty thinking that Toby Sexton would be the guy. Um, mm. The early chat has been um, good on Boyd, and you'll obviously just have to wait and see. I think if he's named uh, for round one and you can pick him in hooker, uh, he seems like, we, we're looking at these players who are going to jump into a minutes grow. Um, he's going to get 80 minutes and be a goal kicker. It almost feels criminal not to have him. Is that, that's yeah. how I feel because he stands to make big money and to average 60 plus and it's all for 300 and something K. Yeah. Put it this way. If I see uh Tanner Boyd named round one, I will not own Reese Robson. I'll own Tanner Boyd and I'll own Nico Hines halfback. You know, that'd be the first place I'm going to spend the cash. Yeah, because, I mean, I've got Harry Grant and Cheese in there and I've got Hines and I've got Cleary. You know, I might beef back up that second row forward. And if he does run on 350K, he's going to average, I reckon, 60s plus because he's got the goal kicking and he's going to play 80 minutes. In the past, he never played 80 minutes, anything close to that. He was coming off the bench playing limited minutes. And if you just do the equation on his points per minute, times by um how much minutes he's going to get extra not to mention the goal kicking he's gonna he, he stands to be one of the value picks of the season if he's named to start in round one in the, in the seven so he's an amber for me named in round one i think i might just squeeze him into my team because it seems like who, who was the player last year that that was where you just had to you know taylor may looked like a bargain you, you just had to start him yeah. the same with um targo who walking into a panthers outfit in that great edge you, you know walk up start in this in the centers we thought there was a no-brainer a couple you know um that was that's the case for me if he starts in the seven um obviously khan Pereira is he 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 looks to me like the only cheapy cheapy we might get to start the year that's what yeah. I that's what I think. Well, he 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 looks like he's going to line up for round one, is he? He look he's the one that I'd say is above ninety percent chance of starting in round one on the wing. Would yeah. you agree? Yeah. So I mean, th- there's nothing more that needs to be said. Um, is there anybody else in the lineup? I know. Um, look, Fermo was good last year, but he's lost his jewel. I think that was where half of his value was, and he's probably priced too high for me to want to start with. It's the it's. There is a part of me that says I actually prefer Thermal over Fafita, and it's all because of Kieran Bourne, you know? Well, I mean, I I even heard the coach is not sure if he's going to play forward in the six. He might play him in the seven. Yeah, it it would just depend who's pairing where, and we won't know that until the latter parts of trials, if not. Whoever's next to Foran, you reckon, is the go. And I'm contemplating it. I think I like Carrigan more than either one of them. Yep. yep. Um, could you be a lunatic and start with AJ Brimson if you're not um you don't want to trell or oh. or a um you know a, a, you don't want to start with Turbo because you're worried about him? AJ Brimson, he's not the worst um when it comes well, but he's patchy, isn't he? Not when he's five eight fullback. His value lies at five eight this year. Yeah. Pick him in five eight. I've actually had a team where I've had him over Dewey Orburton. Yeah. Uh, but I I was sort of like, well, he's been a bit more inconsistent than I would have liked at 5'8". Yeah, at you have, you're a real um, 
cowboy if you're going to take, you know, if you're going to start with AJ Brimson. No one else really in there that I have a great deal of interest in, to be quite honest. You mentioned Sam Verrills. Mm. He's on for good minutes. Tino, we should mention him. He's probably oh, yeah. right up the top of the pops for who you could pick in the front row, obviously. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of feel like if I was going to go a premium, he, he's, he's the one I want. He'd be the one. Yep, I agree. Him or Tarpany, I think a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people saying, there's a lot of value in Joseph Tarpany. I don't think he could keep up. He's, you know that patch in the middle of the season that he had where he was just absurd? I don't think he can do that for 25 rounds because I don't think anyone can do that for 25 rounds, or 27 rounds even now. Yep. So I'm going to put it out there that uh, he might still end up being a high 60s, early 70s finish in the average. So I'm going to say Tino is my guy because his minutes will only grow, essentially, as his pack weakens. Yeah, I mean, when you look at it, Jolliffe, Lou, Stimson, you know, on the bench, yeah. Tino's going to play big minutes. Tino's the captain. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, over there, I think that that's the thing. I think that Tappany's going to repeat what he did last year, but you do not know with Ricky. He's got probably better reserves on the bench to be able to call on. Um, so you don't know for sure. Um, moving on to the next team, um, the... Canterbury Bulldogs, they've recruited hugely. They've got more players coming next year. I think they've just said they grab uh, Spencerlinu over there from the Panthers. Um, they've grabbed, uh, what's his name, Crichton as well for next year for fullback. They're just, uh, they've got a bigger sombrero than the bloody Chooks. Finally, we're not, we're not, we're not the salary cap holders anymore. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, goodness no, me. I, I think... Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll read you out my lineup. Yep. There. So I've got um, Hayes Perham in the one. Yep. I've got um, Jacob Kraz and the Fox as the wingers. Yep. I've got, in my opinion, it will be Paul Alamotti and Joe Burns as the centres. I've got Burton, Carl Flanagan as the halves. Max King, Luke Thompson as the props. Reed Marnie's the hooker. I've then got uh, Viliami Kikau and RFM as the edges. I've got Tavita Pangai as the 13. Then I've got a bench of uh, name your utility here, either Jake Avarillo or Josh Reynolds or whoever they want to name there, they can name there. Even Farmanu Brown. Farmanu Brown. Yeah. yeah, one of them. One of those three will be there. Uh, then Franklin Pele, Ryan Sutton, Andrew Davey. Pretty simple. Yep. Um, look, I'm similar to you, but I do not have Alamotti in my... 17. I've got Jake Everillo and Joe Burns. Look, if they, if they I mean, uh, Joe Burns, he's not, it's not cricket. Um, what's his name? Brayden Burns. Um, Joe Burns, he stinks too, by the way, in the last few years in the cricket. Um, but I've got, uh, look, they, if they did do something really interesting, like Avarillo, he can cover all the backlight and even the halves, he, he could probably be a utility. I mean, stranger things have happened, but look, I'm tipping Avarillo to go into the centers just um he's he's ready man i think he's first grade ready i'd rather drop burns than than avarillo mm. i mean if they were going to go Al- avarillo and um alamotti and burns out he's look a bit injury prone and what, what's so great about burns well i mean i think he's just that he's a you know special center? center yeah special center he knows how to do his job and he can do it well. He's a constant seven out of ten, but he plays, you know. Yeah, fair enough. Um, well, look, I've got it as Perham, Karaz, Avarillo, um, Burns, and Josh Adokar, which means, you know, I've put the kibosh in Alamotti. Um, 
yeah, I've got TPJ, I've got Ryan Sutton, I've got Andrew Davey, I've got Pele in there as well. Um, and that 14 I've got as Fomano Brown um, at the moment. Now, that could, you know, your your idea, I mean, that'd be just uh, swimming, wouldn't it, for super coaches if they go Avarillo as the utility and they um, they throw Alamotti into the centres there with uh, Braden Burns. Other players on the outside, I should have mentioned that on the outside of the old um, Titans. You know, we have Sexton on the outside. Randall is another hooker there. I don't know if they... They're going to go with Campbell on the bench, so they've got a lot of backup hookers yeah. that they're not going to use, like Randall. Why did Randall go there? He's not going to get a game. Um, Girls well, well, use it. I think he can go there by choice. I think he got offered there as a swap for Mazu. Yeah, oh, rightio. Um, Herbert and Kelly, um, regular first graders, but I think they're going to probably miss the start. You've got Cleese Hass. Um, you've got um, Jacob Alick. You've got um, Turner. Tamane Spry is there, um, little Fasuma Alawi. Um, so they've got a few backups over the other side there with the dogs who we just mentioned. Beyond Diodo, Declan Casey, Skelton, who is highly touted as well, isn't he, as a youngster. Um, Topany, Waddell's in there. I've got Alamotti on the outside. Ockenbohr's there. Olapu, who's just shafted the Broncos. Hey. Yeah, he's joined their 30-man squad. Um so he's over there. I don't think he's going to take the run. I mean, although Kyle Flanagan stinks, in my opinion. Wouldn't yeah. be too long before a young fella, you know, they paid enough money for him. Maybe they'll squeeze him in if, yeah. if Flano has a few rough games. Yeah, no, like, I haven't seen much of this fella. Olapu, I think that's his name. Yeah. Carl Olapu. Uh, but if you, if you pay him that much, just to bring him over here, you'd think that there's some decent raps on him and... You know, he he mostly played five eight, but I'm sure they could make him into a this is more than serviceable halfback. A uh, very good running game for what I've seen from his highlights. Yep. Um. Well, that's the dogs. Uh, where have we got the dogs finishing this year? I've got them seventh. Seventh. Wow, that's huge. You've obviously got the Raiders missing the eight, then, have you? I may have them ninth. Let's have a look what I had them. I don't even think I had him in the uh, eight. I've got to go back over so many messages to find out what my letter prediction was. Let's find it. Um, uh, who are they? The Bulldogs. So 9, 10, 11, 12. I had him. 12 Ooh. for the Dogs. I've just got this year. Oh, look, they've got a lot of new signings. Um, they've got to we're gel together. It's the first year of first grade for the coach. Uh, I think other teams have recruited well. So I think they'll give they'll get in the arm wrestle with a few teams. Um but I mean, look, hey, twelve—it's so easily eight. If you know, they're all going to be in and around each other, aren't yeah. they? Um, as far as yeah. the Titans go, where did I have them? Um, I didn't have them going great either. Where's me? Tim? What do you got them? I've got them probably fourteenth. I'm going to say. Yeah, I had them thirteenth. So we're not expecting superb things from the Titans. It, this it year. would take a stupidly good season for Kieran. It all hinges on Kieran Foran. I know I'm putting a lot of pressure on him, but if Kieran Foran plays the full season and lights it up, they'll probably push for the eight. Who's the one that uh, – Chad. The Chad was a miracle worker when he went up to the yeah. – everyone thought it was the most ridiculous signing ever. And he went up and got him to a bloody prelim. You know, he's, yeah. uh, you know, he's done wonders up there. Uh, moving on to the Dolphins, the Nowhere Dolphins, because they don't have a name. They're like Madonna. They're just called the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, well, we're not doing the Tigers this this, this time. 
No, did I do this? Did I say dolphins? What did I send to you? I've heard to- dolphins and tigers, and I wasn't I wasn't sure which one we were going with. <laughs> well, I'm going to see what I sent to you because I've got it. I've got I've got the dolphins here. Let me see what I said. Dogs. No, I just said seagulls, dogs, and titans. So I, we're both wrong. It's, I had the seagulls down and the dogs. All right. Well, so well, which one do you want to do? Which uh, look, one you I'll like do to? I'll do the dolphins, and we'll we'll cover dolphins, the other maybe. ones next time. I'll give you my dolphins team. You can tell me what you think of it. Um, the hammer yeah. in the one, uh, Edric on one wing, and Jermaine. I can only kick goals. I'm not really first grade standard. Azako on the other wing. I've got Tessie New and Ewan Aiken in the centers. I got Anthony Milford and Sean O'Sullivan Sauce in the seven. Jesse Bromwich uh, in the eight. I've got Mark Nichols starting actually in the 10. Um, in the nine, it's Jerry Marshall King. I've got Kenny Bromwich, Felice Cavusi, and Gilbert in the 13. On the bench, it's Cody Nicarima, Ray Stone, Jared Wallace, and SASA for me. Yeah. So I think we have an identical team. Now, I have been, I had a 60 40 in favor of Tuare until I saw. Uh, the first trial team list, which mm. came out yesterday, Isn't which it? named Valence Tuare to verse the Queensland, South Queensland Carpers or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and that, I feel like, hurt his stocks. Yeah. Now, if he goes out there and carves it up against this, this mob, then I think it'll boost his stocks. But for now, I'm saying it's probably uh, 55-45 in favour of testing you. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, you know, he's just one of those ones we're really hoping for that we're probably not going to get. Um, not round one. I, don't, I think we'll get him before round 10, personally. Yeah, and he might be a nice downgrade, I think, as the season goes on. Um, other people on the outside is obviously Brenko. Lumilu from uh, the Cows is, is in that lineup as well. Robert Jennings, Gildart, Farmer Steely is in there. JJ Collins, never seems to be getting a run in a 17, that JJ Collins. Um, Mason Teague, um, and obviously I've got Tarare out there as well. Um, people that you're interested in from that team, obviously Hammer, Starting in the fullback. Look, yeah. Hammer is one of those um, low base, um, you know, sort of players. But I kind of feel like, you know, he's getting better every year. I don't know if he's ever going to yeah. get to being a consistent scorer. But if he can get 40s and 50s to start the year, his price will go up and you move him on as quick as you can. Yeah, no, I think so. And I think working with Wayne Bennett, he'll tell him what he needs to do as an NRL fullback and he'll do it. Um, it's whether or not Wayne tells him to lift his work rate, you know? Yep. Um, if he if his work rate lifts, then he could be, well, not could be, he, he should probably average comfortably above 50 if that work rate lifts because he's such an attacking weapon. Um, yep. The other player I've got major interest in is Tom Gilbert. I think much yep. like you, we both think he's good for probably close to 60 minutes. Would I be saying yep. that? Yep, I reckon so. Yep. I mean, you've got aging, but you've got aging forwards in Kenny Bromwich, Felice, and Jesse Bromwich. I think that you've got to, they're going to go, okay, well, we, smaller stints for those guys, and, and you get 60 65 out of Gilbert. Yeah. And, you know, uh, what was I going to say? Gilbert's young. He's a, he's a worker. He looks to be, you know, the future club captain sort of material there. So I'm all over him. And, I, if Sean O'Sullivan was like a hundred thousand dollars cheaper, I would almost I would almost consider him, but he's just too overvalued for what he did last year in the perfect penalty. Yeah, well, that's right. I, I'm trying to not think about Sean O'Sullivan 
in Penrith. I'm looking at all the other stuff he's done. So I wouldn't touch him because that's probably what he's going to do yeah. more like in that um, Dolphins outfit. Um, and there's anyone else um, that interests you from the Dolphins? I mean, I know a lot of people have got Ray Stone in their team. I probably cooled off on him a smidge, I think, because um, I think someone like Trey Mooney will get the same minutes off the bench for the Raiders and there's every chance that he could be the starting 13, 10 rounds mm. in. You know, like I feel like there's something that could come good for him. Um, someone like Bloor it looks so far like he might start in the second row. That looks like a much yeah. better choice. There's better choices than Ray Stone, probably by a long way. A lot of players. No, pretty much no. Uh, we'll, we'll keep it short. Basically, you know, 30 minutes at the most off the bench. And, you know, he feels like a real trap to me, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of feel that way. Even if he was – I guess if he started in the 13, it would just be something that would – Make it, you could, all right, I'll have a punt because he's so cheap. If he's, he's starting, you know, in that, you're getting in that um, bench. Um, that's my alarm. It's my abusive alarm. Um, I recorded this um, alarm where the, the missus made me wake up an extra 45 minutes early. And I'm already, I already wake up at 6.30 in the morning. She just put, mm. put me for 45 minutes earlier to wake her up. Um and you know, for a morning schedule. So I, I recorded an abusive alarm. It's like, get the f up, get the F up now. Could keep this F and schedule. And I accidentally set it to my, as my alarm. It's just me abusing the living hell out of myself. And I've, I've kept that as my alarm ever since. You know, the funny thing is I put posted on my story and there's other people now waking up to my abusive um alarm noise. <laughs> Someone sent me like a TikTok of them waking up to abusive Adrian as their um, morning alarm. So if that's what you heard in the background, it's abusive Adrian alarm. Um, now, I agree. I think um, there's – we talk about risks. I think, you know, Jack Hetherington is a risk. I think, um, you know, if you're going to go Sean Kepi, well, I'm tipping him to start. I think that's probably less of a risk. And if Sean Kepi uh, – and if um, Jack Hetherington starts in the second row, they're in the mid-200s. They're a safer bet than – um, Ray Stone on the bench coming off a it was an ACL, wasn't it? Yeah, he'll be a bit. He won't be at a hundred percent this year. He'll be next year when he's at a hundred percent. Just to be off topic, but uh, Lachlan Miller is confirmed. Not Newcastle Knights have just announced his signature. Oh, a three-year deal. Well, we feel like we've known that for a bloody ages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, look, um, the Dolphins. It's. I mean, on paper, it looks like it's like it's, it looks like a real sort of um, put together sort of patchwork of a team, which is pretty much what's happened, eh? Yeah, it is. And I, I feel like they'll come 16th. Yep. Yeah, I've got, I've got them. Last. Yeah, I, I haven't got them quite last. I think I've got them second last. Um, but, you know, Wayne is, he's a super coach, isn't he? And he's, well, we're talking about super coach, but he's a super coach in reality and he can <laughs> get the best out of players. Um you know, it's an old but sort of steady pack, and it's the back line I don't like. Yeah, he's like, unless Tawara comes on and shoots right out of the gate and Hammer, you know, really improves, I don't see them being much of a force this year. No, I agree. Um, All right, well. Lock him in. Is anyone locked into your team now? I saw you just waffle and change to a strong second row team. Is anyone... Locked into your team, and you 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 sold oh, on anyone? Boys. I thought it was Fine. Hughes, but you've already just gone down to Sam Walker. Um, oh, we're not. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> essentially, I'm locked in on Matt Burton, I think, is the answer. I yeah. will never get rid of him. He's my number one 5'8". Not my number one finishing 5'8", but the number one 5'8 to own this year. Yep. Um, I'm... Oh. Oh, Sorry. No, oh, you yeah, no, you. Oh, I think I'm probably locked in. I like the look of um, a gun, gun halves. I've got Cleary, Hines, Dewey, and Burton. You know, that's sexy halves. The potential for scoring in those positions is high. Maybe not as much in 5'8", considering we've got these elite halfbacks. Um, but I like the I, I like as a plan having gun fullbacks, gun halves, and you know, I think the cheese could average mid sixties this year, so I think he'll probably be a gun um, hooker mm-hmm. along with Harry Grant and the other suspects, Robson and Cook. I like having yeah. guns in those positions. Um, so that's probably what I'm starting to feel like locking into my team. I reckon there's some value in the second row. That's probably 15 points off um, Angus if you can find them, and if 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 they if what we think and hope is going to happen with those players actually comes to fruition. If it doesn't, alarm bells ring. You know, if if yeah. if Nia Corey starts off the bench and if, you know, um Teague Wilton doesn't start, you know, they give it to someone else. You know, if all of that stuff happens and you you're like, oh no, all these things I was banking on. Uh, you know, you don't get Loyero or Alicia Katoa. It's Tarek Sims and um Nelson starting in the second row. You know, so you there could be a lot of curlies that come in that mean, you know, your your best laid plans of places that you want to save don't work out um out for you. But uh, if I can, I'd love to keep it as gun halves, gun fullbacks, you know, and at least the gun um one gun um uh hooker. Anyone yeah. else a lock for you? Um I think now that I've managed to find a way to get in, I'm gonna lock in Angus Crichton. I just like that he's, you know, he's only priced in the 66 average and he's had a mid-70s average for quite a the last couple of seasons, I believe. Yeah, here we go. Uh, he's had a mid-70s average in 2020 and 2021. Mm. This is his lowest average since 2019 when he was a mixture of bench and star. Yeah, he looked good so late on, last year and he's going to be on the, it, that side is going to be Kiri, Crichton, um, Suwali. And uh, the giraffe, the golden side. What a golden side! side. Rival South <laughs> left hand side, really. Yeah, I think it will. It will. Yeah. Yep. So, so I mean, minus size of Angus, um, an Angus yeah. for this year. If you're going to go expensive in the um in the second row, um, Brady. I think you yeah. and I said um it was a no no on uh Ray Stone. We definitely a no no on going Isaiah Katoa. Isaiah Katoa yeah. in the halfback. Um, we feel like Tawari, especially because they've named him in the seconds team, it probably doesn't bode well for him. You're still holding out hope for Alan Motti. Um Anyone else that we're going to... Um, I did see that Jack Howe was owned by over 35% of yeah. super coaches. Crazy. That's my fave. He's not going to start. You'd be deluded if you think he's going to start. If you're going to be in the top 17, you'd be deluded, to be honest with you. He's not going to be anywhere near their 17 this year early on. He might play a couple of games late on, and then they might bloody in 2024, but he's certainly not going to draw a start either. And if he does, it's as an AE nightmare. I will drop everything and sell him. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's it. People are just trying to find a savings, aren't they? And he's, he's available yeah. in second row forward in center wing. But 
I don't think it's a year for nuffs, and that's why I'm no. against um, Taware, Katoa, Howarth. I really don't think they're going to run out in round one, and if they don't, I think you need to find another solution to it, and there's probably no they – are, they are bottom price cheapies. I think you know, I've got the worries in my bones that we're only going to get one actual bottom price cheapie. I think that's 200K now, isn't it? And that is yeah. Khan Pereira. So, you know, you've got to have other plans in there. And I think if you actually tinker with your team now and you go, okay, it's silly that I've got Jack Howarth in there. He's not going to get picked. Let's get him up to a player who even, you know, from Jack Howarth up to Catherington. Yeah. One of some, or, or Mooney or whatever. Get, get it up to someone who's actually going to play and you're going to have there for round one. Get a look at that in your team so that you're sitting there with realistic team um, rather than try to get save your money down to one of these ones that's not going to actually play. Yeah, no, a whole half of the league, Yep. Uh, well, that's pretty much the show. Uh, I'll have to go and edit it now because of that little spack out out in the middle there where we all dropped out and everything, but it'll sound seamless to everyone else because I'll yeah. edit it. <laughs> Nathan, uh, <laughs> great talking super coach with you. Well, obviously, I mucked up the teams uh, royally, so we'll have to cover the other ones, the Tigers and the uh, Manly Seagulls. Maybe I just, you know, subliminally, because I hate this Manly Seagulls. I just edited them out of my mind and went the Dolphins instead. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I mean, I'm here in chat that Tommy Turbo could be there for round one, and he's gonna he's gonna trick a lot of people. Well, maybe it's not tricking him, but lot to save um, dollars wise from uh, Trail down to Turbo. Yeah, we're gonna have to ask the question later. Latrell Mitchell and Nico Hines. Yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> uh, well we'll talk about uh, Manly Seagulls anyway on the next one but uh, thanks for chatting as, as always no worries thank you he's buddy kick and chase by Mullins kick and chase again by Mullins this will be a miracle oh it is a miracle